Hi, this is Carl from the Grin Podcast of Perilous Adventure. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, please visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code professionalcasual at checkout for free domestic shipping or... PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Guess what? Guess what? We're chicken three quarters bat. of the way there. We're living on to a bear? We're three quarters of the way done with this adventure? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're not even three quarters of the way done with Death on the Reich. Oh my God. Three quarters of the way to episode 100. Oh my God. going to be dope. Can we do something big for episode 100? Like what? I don't know. Give away $100 to each of our subscribers. <laughs> we don't have this. Nope, cutting that out. <laughs> nope. Edit that out. <laughs> Well, we did a double, like, extra long episode for episode 50, and oh, we had okay. a sweet vignette. Yeah, so we'll probably get to do another episode that's really long, and, like, it'll be really dense fog that prevents any of you from doing anything. Yep. All right. Yep. I'm ready for this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got to point out the negatives from that episode. <laughs> Listen, I had there a, a lot episode. of positives. I had a great episode that episode. <laughs> I also brought cookies from New York City. So oh, yeah. I'll oh, bring yeah. a dessert. Milk bar. Yeah. Not a sponsor. Also, the whole Trudy thing was like. That was dope. Real good. Yep. That was really good. Yeah. Oh, and maybe like JB can wear the cheerleader costume this time. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Right. I think I'd fill that out quite nicely. I do, too. We should yeah. do it uh, all formal. So like last time I kind of had like a sport coat on. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I was told I was going to get bring a cheerleader outfit, and it never happened. I know I couldn't get down to the basement to get it. It's true. I'll see what I can do. So episode seventy-five, we're all still alive. That's good. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, Bruno took another critical hit. Still didn't have to spend a fate point, and then Carl like almost broke line. his gun that he did use a fate point on. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Oh, it was okay. so good. That was I, I had been looking forward to the Black Peak section for so long because it just looked awesome. And I was like, how are they going to do this without half of them dying? This is crazy. And then between crazy darts and rounds where Mina just blocked three wolves from attacking her and Carl punching wolves to death or we punched a <laughs> goblin to death in the hand in one hit. <laughs> <laughs> And then Bruno just blasting everything with smithereens. It was like, I for honest, I constantly forget how combat effective this group is. And you're like strangely well balanced for for Warhammer, where you have a tank, you have a, a melee beat stick in Carl, you have a ranged fighter in Bruno, and then you have magic utility and range in Lucky. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's also well accidental. It's like, oops. Yeah, right. <laughs> Right. How did that happen? I don't even know. This group is perfectly balanced to take on anything other than vertical obstacles. (laughs) (laughs) And even then, Mina would have been fine if she had jumped off the the balcony type area. Carl was fine after re-rolling it. Um, So it's not like that's always a death call. Right. Yeah. A death knell. That's the word I was looking for. Right. Uh, yeah, I thought Bruno was going to get death knelled in the last combat when mm. he was at zero. And I, then, right. If the goblin hadn't been broken, I was seriously considering having him like, now let me know, Carl, Bruno wouldn't have been unconscious. He would have been laying there. I thought about having the goblin just be like, and stab him one more time. I'd have taken that. You probably would have encouraged it knowing yeah. you. Uh, but he did get broken from the gun, so he didn't have a ah. choice. He was running anyway. He was too scared. Look what it did to himself. I can't have that happen again. Ah. Him and my gun got broken. <laughs> Boom. 
Yeah. Woo! Oh, that was a great time. So now we have some kind of potential fallout aftermath of that. Um, and we did tell the dwarves that Durek was still alive. No, I was actually very ambiguous about that. You did say they still had him in the tower. That's mm-hmm. true. Uh, and then Lucky found a bunch of stuff. Sure did. Found what looks like might be a letter, but he can't read it. Found a book. Thinks there's some spells in it. Uh, Mina got some cool stuff as well with the tiara. And I kind of accidentally played my hand with the magical shield. Though you could tell it was doing something for you while you had it strapped to your arm. Yeah. You cleaned off all the nasty goblin paint. And uh, Bruno's just trying to catch his breath, basically. Um, I'm in the uh, the kitchen waiting for those pies. Right. It is starting to smell good in here. Like That's a little dumpling. It's starting to remove some of the nasty goblin smell. Hmm. Carl was going to help uh, figure out what's going on with this chest, but we're going to hear from uh, a listener f- with a review first. Yeah. From listener like you. <laughs> PBS. All right. This one is from Marius Rex. And they wrote the title. The best in character, worst character podcast ever. <laughs> Fair. Uh, they said, I've been listening to Gapapa ever since uh, since episode 20, and unfortunately will never again get to experience the joy of having 20 hours of fresh content from it ever again, because I always finish listening to new episodes within an hour of them popping up on my feed. Oh, wow. What if we hit episode 100, we do a 20-hour episode? <laughs> Good luck scheduling that. Oh, yeah, right. fair. Um, a ridiculous off the rails cavalcade of misfortune, incompetence, dangerous risks, and in character poor choices that immediately begins with an impoverished, emaciated witch being hit by a stagecoach before ignoring every possible uh, social, more law, and self preservation instinct for a further 70 episodes. <laughs> Back, so accurate. Back. Also, props so for the use yeah. cavalcade. I love that word. And more. Um, you don't see that often. Yeah. Uh, an obese, eventually semi-literate obese buffoon <laughs> with an implausibly dedicated wife waving a grenade launcher he can't use in between bouts of panic. <laughs> I, I like that they put obese in there twice. Right? It really <laughs> drives home the point there. So appropriate. Uh, a oh, non- you can't drive home anything else, though. <laughs> <laughs> A non-standard accented militia woman stacking up Hello Kitty stickers with every kill as her crumbling psyche races her rising fervor towards either heresy or piety. Mm. And a quietly competent stevedore sailor warrior priest undergoing a bare-knuckled hero's journey amidst the chaos. (laughs) I've laughed so hard I cried and seriously disturbed old ladies walking their Pomeranians past me and even miraculously got my wife interested in something related to Warhammer. Yay, thanks Marius Rex. Thank you and you're welcome. Yeah. I have to know is Marius Rex is that or Marius is that nice. and is that in reference to Marius Leetdorf? No, he's it, my favorite Warhammer character. Tyrannosaurus Rex was a dinosaur. Oh, yeah, that's what yep. it's referring to. Yeah, good uh-huh. point. Good point. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for that review. That was super sweet, super kind. Good one. I love those. Yeah. I love it when they when people say a little something about each of the characters. That's really mm. fun. Yeah. Same. I really like it when they mention us uh, somehow disturbing the general public. Yes. <laughs> That's kind of my favorite. Due to their reaction yeah. uh, of listening to us. <laughs> you, you know, one, one pattern that I've kind of noticed through all of these reviews, though, is, is that, you know, they all highlight our incompetence, but they also are noting like 20 hours of content where we don't die. Mm. I really think that the listeners should be giving us a little bit more credit for not yes. getting ourselves killed. Right? Yeah. Not yet. Yeah, as we proved last episode, it's pretty uh, against the odds. (laughs) Despite my best efforts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's wonderful. Uh, So reviews, of course, you can leave on iTunes is the number one place because that's the biggest one. Uh, Audible is another big one nowadays. It's super easy. If you've got an Amazon account, you can leave a review on Audible. Also, if you want to mail us a review to P.O. Box G, Westonia, New York, 13861, uh, we'll read your written or typed up whatever printed out review as well. Angie's list as well. Don't forget that. Yeah, we are on Angie's list and um, care.com care.com. Don't forget to check our MySpace. Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. We'll rank you in our top Those- eight. 
those uh, handwritten reviews to the PO box are going to help people who work in the post office find this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You could dress it to a grim podcast of Perils Adventure. <laughs> I believe so. What, what is this? Yeah. Also, don't forget to podcast? check out JB's updates on his live journal of the show. Oh, uh, yo, JB's live journal is fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> Straight fire. Literally just pictures and entries of him <laughs> with fire. It's kind of disturbing. Yeah. It's actually in the top five actually updated live journals. Unfortunately, J.R. Martin still top of that list. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to reference that one. I say JB has all the stuff with fire and then he tries to take a page out of Martin's book and he just writes about the Jets all the time <laughs> instead of Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is that dude even doing? Not writing Game of Thrones. Um, so what's the next one? The Winds of Winter. Someday. Speaking of winter, the holidays are coming. Who's that? The, the holidays. <laughs> Eggnog. It's an oh, old growth account. And if you want something from us, join our Patreon, where we'll be uh, doing special releases on Wednesday for Patreon Wednesdays of NPCs, monsters, and the like for both Wolfurp and Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. Yeah coming this holiday season so become a patron five dollar tearing up we're gonna have some awesome content super excited for it and like i'm sorry if you haven't become a patron yet like hello it's episode 75 what yeah. are you doing mm-hmm. help us out get in there join the discord as well it's amazing people are getting a ton of help just today and there's somebody asked about um help fine-tuning the knight career to be a Bretonian knight. Mm. And then within minutes, people were throwing up links to different things. Oh, so yeah. we made this list. Yep. Um, and it was just, it's a great community. We have a great community with so many different, like, chat channels and stuff. Any topic you could want to talk about. Uh, random questions for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the last one about, uh, no, don't go in heresy. That's <laughs> the heresy channel. Stay out of there. Very specifically, we have amassed uh, a, a super niche group of GMs that run Wooferp mm-hmm. that have refused to tell their players about Gapapa. Oh, yeah. Because they don't want them to listen to it ahead of time. So yeah. if you are ever going to run um, the enemy within, yep. should join the Discord. It's a good place to we, be. We have 31 general chat channels. <laughs> 31. Mm-hmm. And we've been actively trying to not make more and have been replacing a lot of them. So that really should be closer to 50. Right. Uh, so, we've been actively mitigating it. So tell me there's not something on here for you to to dive into and make some friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much anything nerd dumb is in there to some degree. I mean, we've even got Coco Melon in there. So. <laughs> Thanks, Taylor. Thank you. Coco Melon A tactical chat. play from the tactical Taylor himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, support us uh, on Patreon.com. We'll give you some stuff. It'll be great. Coming out with fresh, hot content. Hot, hot content. Yeah. All right, 75. Carl's heading upstairs to help Lucky with this trunk. Mm-hmm. Mina's decked out in goblin stuff. Actually, dwarven. The I like shield. actually do put the tiara on for a second. Oh, she does put She's the like, tiara on. Mm. Why don't you tell her what that does, too? <laughs> does it turn me into a goblin? <laughs> no. How funny would that be? <laughs> Mina the goblin. But also terrifying. <laughs> I just hop on a wolf and run away. <laughs> you find another one. Yep. Just because you're a goblin. It's like, Oh, can I, before we start the episode, can I reload my gun? Before? You could be reloading it during this time. Yeah. That's fine. All right. I am also. Just want to make sure. Sorry. I'm going to interject here. Mm. Um, I have the letter that I can't read, but the symbol hurts my eyes. Mm. Oh, Bruno, I have a letter I found in, um. Sorcerer Woman's Disc. Okay. Would you please read it for me? I can. Mm-hmm. I can indeed. Um, let's see. It's interesting. Oh, oh I, I thought you were like going to like tell me he can't read it. And I was going to be like. It does seem to be in a Reichspiel. Right. Can I read it with everyone present? Like uh, maybe not the dwarves, but uh, I'll I'll read it to myself and then say I'll, I'll read it uh, 
you know, just in the presence of the others. I don't think the the dwarves need to know about this. Hmm. <laughs> As he adjusts his spectacles down <laughs> to the end of his nose. What? <laughs> hmm. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> Do you no, want to actually read, read it out? to yourself? Yeah, read oh. it out. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's a podcast. Well, again, like... <laughs> it's a podcast. I, I, didn't, I didn't want the dwarves to hear, but uh, all right, here we go. Tell the dwarves earmuffs real right. quick. Mm. Dear Atelka, the person bearing this letter is a trusted member of our society. He brings sufficient funds to finance the expedition to the Barren Hills, where lies, according to our researches, that which we still seek. The importance of this item to our cause cannot be highly stressed. Uh, you are to leave as soon as possible. Our agents in Kemperbad will provide all the assistance that you require. Once you have the item, bring it to us at midnight as quickly as possible. Uh, then it's uh, Eastek Grasks Zinch. Whoa, Zinch. Oh, man. And then a weird symbol that hurts my eyes. So she went to the Barren Hills? Yeah. I have in my notes she went to the river for bear pills. That's what (laughs) Duffley said. She she misheard. She was eavesdropping and misheard a little bit. It's just really funny she went for bear pills. All right, Barren Hills. So I believe that would be our next stop on the River Reich. Yeah, Vickendorf. Yeah. (laughs) So, Bruno, I want you to make a average um, intuition check here after reading that. Uh, 17 says, yes, sir. Wow. So you're reading that and you're like, wait a minute. The Barren Hills, when you were asking around in Kemperbad about yeah. like what was northeast yeah. up the River Stir. Yeah. They said there was a place called the Barren Hills that nobody went anymore. And that was you figured that was probably the area that was circled on that map you found in the exactly. signal tower. Exactly. All signs point to this area here. Mm. Wonderful. I'll have to have someone in town uh, help me write a letter to Herman to let him know what is happening. I can also write as well as read. But we don't have paper. Let's just write it on the back of this. He has a bunch of paper. He bought a bunch of paper, didn't you? Right. He said he used it all up. Oh. And to go to the Barren Hills, you need to travel back north on mm-hmm. the Reich to get to Kemperbad to get on the River Stir to go east All right. to the Barren Hills. All right. So we could just stop it and let him know. Yeah. No, yeah. have to send him a letter. Correct. Wonderful. A much better face-to-face. So, Carl. Yes. So I found a bunch of stuff in this chest, right? That was uh, unlocked. Yeah. And the bottom seems really weird. And... Griggs and I have kind of talked about it a lot, and we think that it's not a real bottom. But, you know, I'm a little tired, he's a little tired, and we just haven't been able to kind of figure out how this bottom works. So I figured you're a big, tough man, you got big, tough hands, and uh, calling you was my big, tough plan. When when I was working on the docks, I, I think I may have seen one or two false containers in my day. Um, and Carl's gonna take a look at this chat test. I don't know. Should I make like a an evaluate check or an intelligence check to see if I can, you know, identify what what it is that makes this chest have a false bottom? Yeah. So you can make a difficult intelligence test to find the the way to, to oh, this is- fix it. All right. I don't know why I said intelligence check out loud because that's not a strong suit. <laughs> uh, well, that's a forty-four. That's not going to work. It, huh. it's Carl is not going to really let on that he rolled a forty-four. He's going to just kind of be looking at this chest and kind of holding it up. And I'm pretty sure that the the secret mechanism here is just to. Honestly, just pick up this chest and and break it on something. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. So with his 44, <laughs> he has both Griggs and I helping him. Would that give him a plus 20 to that check and make it just a regular old check? And would that have mattered? Never mind. Griggs isn't going to be able to help him. Why? You could assist and that would have given him a plus 10. Oh, OK. 
and I still would have failed. Okay. <laughs> so you're gonna try to smash the chest like you smash Bruno's gun? No, I'm gonna try and smash it a lot harder than the gun. All right. <laughs> uh, so make a strength test here. What do you smash just against the floor? Uh, it, you know, is there anything that has like that's like a, a stone? Ed- like maybe I want to take this over to a stair to kind of get a little bit of. There's all the posts hard on the angle bed. on this thing. If it can impale Durnax. No, those are. No, this is a chest. They need stone stairs. Okay. So you could throw it down the stairs or throw it over, over the balcony the and have it go down a flight down to the floor below that stone. Carl. Yeah, it's going to take like a million falling damage. Let's absolutely do that. <laughs> Carl, there could be there could uh, be delicate things in there. I, I found this vial in her her drawer. Like if she's hiding stuff, it might be other, you know, glass things. I, I don't think throwing it I, off a balcony or down a flight of stairs is the best call. Granted, granted. I have not moved a lot of chests before, and I have not moved boxes, and I have not done that as a vocation as a whole. I just, I, I feel like maybe being slightly I, more gentle. I, and you know, I, I'm willing to indulge. I mean, I'm, I've, I've seen a lot of boxes fall from this high up, and all of them open. But we can try your way first. Me. I have a maybe abstract question from Marshleb, who will absolutely tell me no, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Okay. A false bottom is kind of an alternative way of being locked. I knew you were going to go that route. (laughs) Right? It's not locked. It's more of a trick. Uh, Yeah, 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 I gotcha. Um, (laughs) Can I untrick this lock? You, you couldn't figure it out. You already tried. Oh. Can I go up and try? Sure. All right. I'm going to come up. I, I said I have a key. Do you need a key to anything? Uh, in a way. Okay. Um, it, yeah. So, I thought the bottom of this staircase was a key, but. Wait, you found a key? Yes, there was a the key on the goblin's neck. What does the key look like? Does it look like any number of other keys that we've encountered in the past? Looks like a standard key. Oh, okay, never mind. So you, you know, you'd think it'll open some kind of door, probably, oh. or this chest. Uh, the chest is open, but uh, I, I think that there's a false bottom in it. Oh. I just don't know how to unlock it. Hmm. And if it could be unlocked, uh, the GM was already very clear that I couldn't. I think you should probably just throw it downstairs. <sighs> I mean, if you want, you can also try a difficult intelligence test. I just did. I rolled a 98. <laughs> okay. But I don't know. Throw it downstairs. <laughs> you know, Uncle Chet always accused women of having false bottoms, too. I was going to say, if there was anyone that could sniff out a false bottom, mm, it, it would be Uncle you. Chet. Mm-hmm. Yes, he taught me well. And I know we haven't brought him up, but I'm pretty sure that Bruno would also want us to throw this chest. Can we tip it upside down first and just kind of shake it a little bit just before, you know, we we go to really extreme means? Right. Is it like a push spring? Is it like a push slide? Yeah, sure. With all of us working together, can we get another shot at this bad boy as far as an intelligence check? I mean, we're all sitting around scratching our, our, our chins. If you want, if you're going to take a, a fair bit of time here, it's it's we'll say like mid morning at this yeah, point. We're not in a rush. I'll yeah. let you make one like We've extended taken at least 15 test. minutes of a podcast episode. I feel like I'm extrapolating <laughs> a certain amount of time. Uh, I'll let you make like an extended test together. Each of you can roll an intelligence. Uh, that's bad. I think I'll just go downstairs. <laughs> I did roll my intelligence score. But okay. if this is difficult, I still failed. Griggs is helping, right? <laughs> no. Oh, why not? He can help, but he's not going to give any mechanical bonus. Okay. I have zero success levels. Okay. I went downstairs. All right. So you figure out this false bottom. Oh, just kidding. I was outside the door the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mina kind of keeps watch and between Carl and Lucky, you're able to kind of figure it out, you know, um, kind of muscle it open kind of thing. And you get this piece off and you find um, there is a cloth bag that's kind of like held in place in there with other with more of that like satin. Um, so it doesn't move around. You wouldn't be able to like hear it if you shook it. Oh, um, uh, and you guys check in the bag. Uh huh. There's a nice gold necklace. Oh, a gold bracelet. Okay. And a silver ring bearing a, a symbol. What does the symbol look like? It looks kind of like a like a fancy crown. Oh. Like um. Very, I don't know where it would be from, but it's like the it has like a gold base and then it has like a, a red, like poofy top on the crown. Mm, okay. okay. Like, I think the what's her name from Alice in Wonderland? The, the Queen, Queen of, of Hearts. Hearts? Didn't yep. she wear a crown kind of like that? Sure. Like, it looks like that embossed, like, I don't like a, a circular raised part of the ring. Mm, okay, cool. Uh, Some kind of symbol. Hey, Griggs. Quack. Um, any of this look magical to you? Quack. <gasps> it is? He doesn't quack. He, you heard him! You can't do that! <laughs> so it's not magical then, I think is what Morseleb is trying to say. Holding these things in your hand, none of them seem magical in any way. You don't feel anything coming from them. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of trust Griggs over you on this one. <laughs> but... Uh, Carl, I want to make an evaluate for all the stuff that you. Yeah, have access to. I didn't succeed, but I can roll those dice. Let <laughs> <laughs> me figure this stuff's made of gold. It's it's going to be worth a fair bit of coin. Can Griggs and I make an evaluate? Luck, lucky. No, you don't have evaluate. I do. You don't have it. All humans it. have it. If you write an advanced skill, if they tell you to write it down on your character sheet, you have it. You don't have advances in it, though. You did let him evaluate all the other stuff from the trunk, though. Doesn't matter. I failed anyway. Yeah. You could put one. He had point a lot of it. success levels, so. Oh, yeah. I put one let... point into it between episodes. Oh, there you go. OK, sure you did. Yeah. And I learned how to read. So you failed anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you figure this stuff is gold. It's gold. It's probably the, worth the ring is silver with the with the symbol on it. But, okay. Um, it still looks really nice. So, Carl, uh, how do you want to split this up? You want to take the crown thing? I'll take the ring, and then uh, we break the necklace in half. I mean, it was standing are, right there are you, too. Are, are you sure we should be taking it? Well, why why wouldn't we? It. The precedent has I mean, been I set guess. any other time we've found jewelries that you guys just pocketed and sell it and keep all the money for yourself. So this time, like, I'm in on the cut, which is pretty exciting. So, like, isn't that literally what you guys have done the entire time? <laughs> it, you know, this is this is a little bit more complicated than than you say. It, I mean, she's a bad lady, but also like I'm. I'm kind of trying to be a priest now. I don't know if it. Well, Greg said it wasn't magical, so it's not like it's evil. Isn't taking from evil and giving to us? Yes. What if we donate? Some oh, gross... man, you scared the hell out of me. I thought you left. <laughs> Sorry. I thought perhaps if I was not looking over your shoulder, you would be able to figure it out. You know that the constant just like staring in your eyes and you're like, I cannot perform with you looking me at me like that. It I happened thought, before. I don't know if you saw me trying to unlock that. Yeah, uh, but no, I that, yep, So that. I thought giving you space would help, um, you know, you to get your things together. I gotcha. What if Carl, you know, we donate some of this to church or give to Manan? We're throwing 10 percent of it in the sewer. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. You know, I, I, I mean, you are kind of kind of in law enforcement now, so tip my hat. That's <laughs> so got the crown over it now. Or got the tiara like just popped over the hat. I like it. Yeah, I, I, I guess since this is treasure from some kind of evil lady and if we use this treasure to root out more evil I guess that's pretty good I I, I 
I guess hate not to hate to bring this up. This is something that we should certainly heavily consider. Um, we did have a lot of help with this and maybe making sure that some of this gets to the dwarfs, mm. especially the family of the dwarf that yes. kind of helped us into this situation. Lucky that is so kind and yes. generous of you. Well, yes. You know, I think this is this is definitely feeling like the right thing to do now. All right, cool. We also have all these dishes and stuff, too. They actually look pretty pricey, and I found all those bronze coins in there. So between all that, we can probably donate some of it, help Darnak's family, pay the dwarves, and, you know, buy Bruno a lot of pies. I, maybe yes. we should take all of this back to town. I'm, I'm sure that we could sell these valuables mm -hmm. and divide things up. I don't know if you knew this, but I'm super numerate, so I should be able to make this calculation. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm going to pick up one of the big silver like platters, right? I'm going to hold up. Look at the size of this plate. Imagine how happy Bruno would be to eat meal off this plate. Yeah. And I hold it up and see my reflection. Like, oh my goodness. You soon <laughs> notice your, you that wound you got the other day is kind of scabbed over and you're like, that's going to scar. That's going to look pretty badass. You know, that's why I didn't heal it up too nice. You know, I thank wanted you. to make sure that people knew that you were a dangerous customer. Yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. Got my streets cred. Watch out, Mina Fisher with the facial scars. <laughs> so now that we have all of this cool treasure that we found. Um, treasure should probably head back, right? Yeah. So as you guys are kind of oh, you know, looking over this stuff, it looks awesome. This this is the biggest haul you've had since Bogenhofen. Um, mm -hmm. And you just you're shaking your head. You're going to do something horrible. I can tell. <laughs> no, I'm actually going to give you your fortune points back. Oh, wow. Thanks. Ooh. Didn't you just give those back to us? Oh, no, there's experience. Sorry. Yeah. All right. I could cool. not give you fortune. Um, don't give it to us. <laughs> See if I care. I thought he was going to be like, and then you all wake up from a dream. <laughs> you do hear Your a name's sound. Not really, Mina. Reverberating through the building, though. Hmm. Kind of unfamiliar. Ah, uh, Bruno knocked out the keystone. <laughs> you hear a finally found it. Ding, ling, 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 ling. And you hear a tiny <laughs> voice from far away say, "Pies ready." <gasps> oh, the pies. Oh. But Lucky, did you ask her to keep broth for you? No. I don't think she knew. She didn't, but that's fine. Oh. I can dip a yeah. piece of pie in some water. Pie juice? Yeah. I, I'll, I'll be honest, honestly, I haven't tried a whole ton of foods before, but that medicine that I made that Bruno spit in was probably one of the best tasting things I've ever had. <laughs> ever. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> I might actually vomit. Oh my God, so, so gross. gross. So gross. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, let's go downstairs and get some pie. Yeah. So you head downstairs. Bruno's probably waiting at the table. The dwarves have been focusing on clearing out the kitchen. The kitchen was left pretty well. The goblins kind of left that alone because they let Dumpling do her thing. The kitchen in her room. The dining room, the dwarves have been working on cleaning off. They've got the table set for everybody here. Now that there are 11 of you counting dumpling, mm. I think mm -hmm. there are six doors total. And the four of you Five. dumpling yeah. counting Griggs. Mm. They didn't count Griggs. Uh. It's a duck. <laughs> so Bruno's definitely sitting at the head of the table with Naturally. the tablecloth. Uh, tucked into his shirt. <laughs> yep. Oh, sure. Uh, the gun is sitting in a chair next to him. Mm hmm. Um, the just, just waiting uh, with a fork and knife in hand. The dwarves. Wait, the like, gun has a fork and no, knife? No, no. Okay. Is there a place setting for the gun? Yes. <laughs> so the doors are taking the other side of the table where Gorm is at the other head, and then there's three doors down either side, mm -hmm. and then there's like, and then two more chairs on either side. So, like, there'd be. Yeah, two more chairs on either side. So one is taken up by the gun. So there's yeah. three empty chairs. Okay. There you go. Cool. All right. And it smell this. These rooms smell nice. Like the smell of goblin seems to be getting pushed out a bit by the smell of the cooking. I was going to say before we like go in, everybody else is in the dining room. I'm going to like indicate for Lucky to like stay back for a second. 
Um, Lucky, there's something I wanted to address with you. Okay. And I feel like I sh- I wasn't able to express it at the time. However, I have had time. We are about to eat, so things are fine. Um, I want to thank you for um, your encouragement for me to get out of the mine when it was caving in. I don't know that I would have made it out without you and without your help to push me out and say, go, Mina, go, Mina, go. Um, And I know many times I put on, I am tough, Mina Fisher, I can do anything. And uh, it's not real. Uh What I do is fake. You, You know, you are... You are just so you. You probably don't know what's like to have to like pretend to other people. Um, but it's it's fake, and I've been doing that since I was in Seastat. In you know, I was trying to impress my friend, and then I lost my friend, uh, so I you know left and whatever. Uh, but thank you for um, that encouragement. And I just want you to know I appreciate it and all the the healing and whatnot. It's nice of you to do. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. Uh, um, ha- happy to have helped um, with my doctor skills. Yes, and just like, you know, general go get them demeanor. And with the demon, I was going to leave, but you stayed. You were so brave. I went back in. I imagine what would have happened. What would have befallen Bogenhaven had that demon been left to run amok? Who knows? Hmm. It's crazy to even think. It definitely would have uh, cut the Schaffenfest short. I mean, I, I, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yes. Um, and as a thank you for that, let's probably never go talk to Herman again. Well, I, I think that cool. seems like a good idea. I appreciate you being willing to meet me halfway there. Let's go have some <laughs> pie. Well, I have to report back to him because he's kind of boss, but I don't think I need to spend. You know what, time. Mina? I think that I think that the thing that you've always been looking for is uh, a figure of authority to tell you what to do because you're not confident in yourself. And because you were vulnerable with me, I feel like I can be honest with you. And I think that the thing you need is to listen to yourself and not to uh, someone that's trying to tell you what to do or put you in a box or put you in a hat or put a hat on your head. Um, (laughs) And that I I think you've come a long way and that, you know, you you being able to to really kind of, you know, uh, not be a witch hunter is probably the way to go. Yep. I think we're all on the same page here. We will so. see. I do not really like the name of that. You know, witch. Yeah. I don't want to hunt witches. I don't care. I want to hunt demons. Hey, and we never even seen a witch. Like, they probably don't exist. But, like, demons, though, we've seen, like... Yes. We've seen That's those. my main issue. My number one enemy in the whole world, in the whole empire... It's demons. Yes, I, I agree. That I is definitely them. the thing to focus on. Yes. So that is my main concern. <sighs> cool. All right, cool. That great talk, Mina. Yeah. Th- thanks for pulling me aside. I found something for you. I-, I know you're not really like a super, you know, girly girl or whatever, but um, <laughs> this was on the floor up there and I, I feel it kind of fits with your tiara. I found this one lone earring. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I gave her the one that had the unmatched set. Do you, do you like search through the bag first? <laughs> like, yeah, I jingle around. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, yeah, eyeballs. Yep. Uh, bat wings. Oh, here we go. Um, I do not have my ears pierced. However, I will stick it to my uh, Yeah, like a lapel or yes. something. Yeah. Yes, looks lovely. Thank oh you. God. Yeah, you're it's amazing. You're welcome. All right, let's eat some pies. Bruno, look at the plate I got for you. That is a big plate. For a big hero. Oh, man. So you're going to eat with all the silver, silver, you need silver utensils? No, I think just the one plate. Just the one plate. Just the one plate for Bruno? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. 
And then we'll sell it. That tracks. <laughs> and then we'll sell it. <laughs> um, so Dumpling comes out with like tray after tray of pies and all kinds of foods. Um, she's got like a big sausage link that she had cooked up. Oh my goodness. Um, oh, it's it's nice. Mina's going to point her foot at her and be like, Dumpling, what kind of enchantment do you have in that kitchen? Um, There's no way you made all this food all by yourself. Well, it's, yeah, truly, it's what I do. It's, it's magical. This yeah. is fantastic. We should give up adventuring and just live here. You, oh, you go adventuring? Uh, yeah, uh, we've we've come all the way from uh, Altdorf. Uh, Altdorf, the big city. Yes, uh, we it's are very foggy city folks. Might might you um might you be heading back that way? Yes, we may. You, you know, we do have an opening in the cruise since uh, since the departure of our friends. Right. An opening. Oh, very nice. Um, I would like to um, apply. Yes. For, for the opening. You're or? hired. Oh, wonderful. It, it seems the, that my, the good my news is the good news is only one of us can read. So I don't think it's going to matter if you have a resume or not. Oh, fantastic! Because it seems that my mas- last mistress just um, up and left, <laughs> left me with a few dozen goblins. To- About that, yeah. actually. Ah, yes. Um, so did she like hang out with the goblins? Were they like cool? Uh, I mean, they. <laughs> she had mentioned them in the past, but they never were like allowed in the house or anything. They stayed in the mine, as far as I knew. Oh, that is not good. Hmm. Huh. That's so weird that she knew they were in the mine. I wonder well, if they were doing something for her. We don't have that problem anymore since there's no more mine. <laughs> yes, something I wanted to talk to you about, Gorham says. You're welcome. Well, we worked 30 years on that mine. And you sold it. Yeah, and you were probably also, rewarded handsomely when you sold it. He turns, work. Uh, very true. He turns to Lucky and he says, you... Told me that our friend Durak was still here. Yeah, he is. We've right, so, not seen him. Um, so look for him. Up in the bedroom. Uh, I didn't mm. feel like dinner was the time to to tell this. Um, maybe had we taken my advice and headed right here, we could have saved him. But uh, they had impaled his head on a. Post upstairs. Mm. To be fair, I did say that we should get here with haste and that I was very scared for both him and Carl. The fact that both of them didn't see the same fate is honestly nothing but a miracle. Well, that'll be something I'll have to live with since it was my decision to, to wait the night. I do regret that a little bit if it could have saved Direct, but he was insistent on getting to the bottom of what was really happening since, of course, it wasn't us raising the farms and he was impetuous for his age, but I'm sure he took down as many Groby as he could before he was struck down. I'll tell you one thing, hmm? and I maybe I told you this before, but we stumbled upon him in the woods pretty much on death's door after having taken down a handful of Groby already. I patched him up, I put him back together, and the first thing that was in his mind, regardless of any protest that I tried to make to him, was to go to that mind and clear them all out. Mm-hmm. And when the odds were against him, at literally every point, it was to clear out that mind of any goblin influence. Mm, as far as I understood, he, he explained that he was going to the mine on his own to, to scout it out. He wanted to see what was going on. Yeah, that's what he told us, too, until there were goblin in sight. Mm. And then he was like, hey, follow me. We'll sneak up. We'll kill them all. And then when we killed them all and there was a single one left running into this very tower, he continued that exact path. He had the bloodlust in him. Drinks for Durek. He's got a thing for the black powder as well. Seeing that tool in your hands there, Manling, probably got him a bit uh, Mm. overexcited. Ah, Gets me overexcited every time. Mm hmm. Sounds exactly like Durek, but at least he died in the way a dwarf should in battle. Mm. He holds up a mug and he says to Durek. To Durek. 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 And you know what? 
to you manlings for getting rid of these goblins and getting our, this will be our tower now. We're going to move back to the mine. Oh. Forget Kazid's slum bowl. Place was a disaster anyway. So, you know what? To you manlings. Ah. Well, to us. And I clink my glass against the rim of the gun. (laughs) (laughs) A dumpling comes up to your elbow and she's like, um, uh, what was your name again? Bruno. Uh, uh, sir, sir, Mr. Bruno. Yes. Um, do you, do you think I could have that seat, please? Uh, is there, is the kitchen clear? <laughs> such a dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> but, uh, um, I, I was going to eat as, as well. Listen, oh, uh, right, so right, the, right. the gun was just as important as, as Bruno was in this. Please, uh, Take take my seat. I'm 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 done. I had a couple flakes and I'm probably gonna vomit from it. So please, please sit oh, here. No, you you need you certainly need more. She takes one of the one of the little like hand pies off of the like platter in the middle and she puts it in her plate. She's no no I insist, I insist. You you must eat more. Look at you skin and bones. And she like feels your ribs and like pokes you a little bit. That's where I keep my ribs. <laughs> Don't touch that. Yeah, you need to get, you need to cover these up a bit. They're gonna just showing them off to everybody. I'm a doctor. Listen, she, she's got not... a point, Lucky. <laughs> I haven't seen you eat solid food in in a long time. You haven't been eating solid food. No wonder you look like death. Sit down. Sit down. Eat D- here. I've looked like this for a long time. <laughs> well before I started only eating broth. Oh, no, that's you can't be doing that. No, you, you, it's a good thing you've hired me to be on your, your, you, you was on a boat, you said, right? Uh, yes, a boat, oh. uh, a water cart, really. More specifically, think of it as a majestic water coach. Majestic water coach, I can't wait. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, have this sausage pie, you'll love it. Thanks. You sit down. You sit here. I'll take this into the other room and definitely eat it. No, no, no. I'll just move this stupid gun out of the way. And she just like pushes the gun over. <gasps> and it's loaded and damaged. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to get it? Really going to try to catch it or anything? Huh? She doesn't know it's loaded. She just like knocks it out of the way. Does Does she push it towards me or away? It would be towards you because you're at the, oh, head okay. of the table. All so right. yeah, if it's towards me, I'm not gonna get shot <laughs> again. <laughs> it's gonna end up going off while you're holding it in your hands, yeah, and you're gonna shoot someone else. And that's kills that's all the doors A-okay. in the room except Gorham. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I'll catch it. Okay. Okay. Do you move it out of the chair? Or do I- yeah, well, yeah, if she pushes out of the chair, I'll have to move it out of the chair. That's very rude of her, but all right. She's like, oh, thank you, Mister Bruno. Oh, what's what, what's your name? Tall, tall, tall friend. Jerry. Oh, Jerry, Jerry Crumpet. Jerry, nice to meet you, Jerry. Uh, what's your name, Fraulein? Uh, my name is uh, Wilhelmina Fisher. Everybody calls me Mina. Wilhelmina. Uh, Mina sounds like a nice halfling name. Well, I, call, I call you Mina, too. OK, thank you. Who's the big strong one? Bruno. <laughs> no, the big strong one, not the fat one. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a tall halfling. I- <laughs> My my name is Carl, but it's it's spelled with a C, so you don't confuse it with the Emperor. Oh, I don't know what that means, but it's nice to meet you, Carl. Yeah, thank you for the pies. It was a great first impression. Yes, Dumpling, tell us about yourself. How did you come to be here working for uh, Telka? Oh, well, you know, one leaves the moot and... What you do is cook for people. Um, and I got this job here and it seemed lovely at first. Uh, Miss Atelka was a very learned and stern woman from Nome, And she was uh, some some noble lady. And I thought it'd be a, a nice gig. And then she up and left. And then these goblins moved in. My goodness. How long have you worked for her? Um, Pretty much since the house has built. Been almost three years. Wow. A little while. Did she have many visitors come here? Not too much. Not until that Weasley fella a couple days ago. You said he was very tall and thin? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. What do you mean by tall and thin? I mean, he was tall. Not as tall as you. Not as thin as you either. I don't know if anybody's as thin as you. But um, he he was kind of tall for for you, Longshanks. And he um, was kind of thin for you you people. Okay. Um, I don't know. Can I make a check to see if it was my dad? I think you already did that. Yeah, I want to do it again. I rolled an eight. (laughs) I mean, is your dad taller or shorter than Lucky? I don't know. That's on you. (laughs) 
<laughs> what color um, clothing does he have? Do you remember? Uh, it, more or less robes, I guess. Okay. I don't really know. I wasn't really paying that close of attention. I was okay. keeping to myself. Miss um, Telka didn't didn't really want me to like fraternize with her her guests. All I knew was that this latest uh, bloke they were heading back to Kemperbad before they were going up. What was it? Going the North River to get them bear pills. That's what it was. Oh. And they were going to go back to Kemperbad first. Well, we do have to go back to Kemperbad to get to the Barren Hills. So Barren Hills. No, she said bear pills. Right. So she, she met with a tall, thin guy in robes. Mm-hmm. Was he a was he like a <gasps> like a like a wizard or a witch? I don't know. He had like a he had this case with him. And it sounded kind of jangly as he moved around. Oh, a violin. I don't think violins jangle. But they come in cases. Jangle. Like a bunch of like, like kind of like how my doctor's bag jangles. Yeah, it sounded <laughs> like like that, like a bunch of glass. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Oh. Maybe he's an alchemist. You seem real sickly. Mm. Define sickly. Oh, he looked not not too well. Not so skinny as you, but not not hearty and hale like your friends. Hmm. We had a bunch of bottles in a bag. Could be a perfumer. It could be my dad. Hmm. Mm. He had this haircut. Like, sounds a lot like the sort of thing you would do. Hmm. Huh. Walk around with a jangly bag and. Go on mysterious journeys. I definitely walk around with jangly bags, and that is definitely what I've always been doing. And sometimes people forget how jangly my bags actually are. So, yeah, I think you're right. Mm. Sounds like my dad. What did this haircut look like? You said. Oh, he had a funny look in his hair. Um, was a lot like a. Uh, Kind of like a halfling cut, almost. It looked like somebody stuck a big bowl on his head and just cut around the edge. Mm. Wasn't very flattering, let me tell you that. Was he like a boisterous fellow or like like a really quiet, like, fellow? Well, him and the missus spoke uh, privately. Oh, fair. All right. I couldn't help but, but drop some eaves with him, but, you know, heard a couple little things. Was he a talkative fellow? Not really, I don't think. Huh. Hmm. 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 Did you guys happen to like what, what was uh, going on with upstairs? Uh, you know, stairs aren't my jam so much. I, I really staked out this downstairs a lot, so oh. I spent a, a while upstairs. Yeah, speaking of upstairs and stakes, uh, they staked Darnak's head onto a bedpost. Oh. That's for Darnak. Disgusting. Yeah. Drink to that. Yeah. Goblins are horrible creatures. How brutal. Uh, there was a chest. It had that really cool plate in it. Oh, nice. It had some salt and pepper. Oh. It had, uh, you know, some bottles. These bottles, actually. Oh. So that was pretty exciting. And jingly bottles. You know? So Angles. one day your friends won't even let you touch a bottle that they have and don't even need. And the next day you find three bottles in a chest. So overflowing with bottles, overflowing with bottles right now. I'm really bottle positive kind of about the whole experience. Looks like things are uh, coming up lucky. Uh, they really are. Huh? Don't forget the, the bottles you found in the chest. They were all like they all had uh, like a little bit of liquid left in the bottom of each. Oh, mm. and they weren't even, totally empty. It even came pre-spitted. <laughs> and you found the other bottle of a green liquid in the desk. Yeah. The bottles that still have a little bit left, is the liquid clear or is it colored? It's mostly clear. Um, some of them have a little bit of color to it. But not, you know, if it was full, it would be like this would be kind of reddish and this would be kind of yellowish. But with the tiny little bit left, there's a very, very little bit of color. Hmm. <laughs> I drink all of them and find out what's in there. Everybody looks at him. What? What? <laughs> Listen, you love drinking mysterious liquid. 
what? Uh, literally all of the liquid that I've drank in has been spit. <laughs> no, well maybe. But I, I no, I don't feel that this is a this is a lucky lucky situation. No, um, it could be different flavors of broth in there. But my it sounds like my dad was here and he is um, an alchemist, brothmeister. Uh, so he might he might know better. Uh, so maybe if we follow their trail, we'll find my dad, and then he'll be able to tell us what was in these bottles. Yes, we should smell them. Before, you know, let's see if we can make headway. Yeah, there's th how many bottles were there? Was there three? three. Or did I make that up? A dinner table, though? Oh, I suppose we could clear out before dessert. There were three. There were three. So I give one to Bruno and Mina and Carl. Um, if I smell them and it's really smelly, I won't be able to finish all of this food. It'll make me a little nauseous. So you haven't even eaten one bite yet. Uh, I certainly have moved it around. <laughs> I'll so. smell what's in my bottle. Okay. Yeah. Take a smell of it. Um, you like go to go and it's like way overpowering in your nose. Super strong smelling um, of some like kind of a floral scent. Oh, but smells very like flowers. Strong. Stinky, stinky flowers. And and mine? Uh, kind of the same thing. It's, it's as soon as you take the top off to smell it, it's like, you know, it's very pungent mm. yours is kind of like a, like a cardamom right. spices try to try to taste it a little bit don't taste it a little bit it tastes terrible oh uh, my god it tastes like oh it's super god. strong snap broth it tastes awful but very bitter but probably perfume perfume my dad was definitely here my dad has definitely been hanging out with the Talca. I thought she was hot before, and my dad always had good taste. You saw that painting. I did. I forgot to ask if she was hot. Was she hot? You know, real quick, I'll share the, what the image was of the painting. You know. Okay. How gross. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is a neck and a half. Wow. Right? Her. Why is that neck so long? Their little boobies are down here. Yeah. What's up? That's not an appropriate place for a belt to go. <laughs> She's a noble. They have weird taste senses and fashion. She's full head of hair, two hands, two shoulders. She is disgusting. Right? Her face is all like in the appropriate spots. Yeah, I don't get it. Right? You can. S <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If my dad was with her, it certainly wasn't out of love. Um, but if they've been popping these perfumes, maybe it was, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. But all signs are pointing to my dad. So perhaps we should take a moment to talk about this letter. Oh, right. Okay. Um, yeah, so Telka looks like she's going to the Barren Hills. Yeah, the Bear Pills. Yes. What does you the letter say, by the way? Correct. Um, let's see. Or is it assumed that we all were there when he read that earlier, even though Carl and I were upstairs? Or I... I would assume that I wouldn't read it in the presence of the dwarves. Yeah. Okay. But at yeah. the same time, like... They know I was investigating her for being a baddie. Mm. You All right. summarize it for Carl and, and Lucky as well, if you want. So this letter um, allows anybody to maybe uh, impersonate a person that would be allied with Atelka. So if we wanted to get in with her with uh, some some subterfuge, we could. Hold up. Yes. This is almost too perfect. Mm-hmm. So whoever showed up with this letter, you said is someone pretending to try to get close to Atelka. The, the, the person bearing this letter is a trusted member of the society. If what society that is, I'm unsure. If my dad brought this, Mm-hmm which everything is seeming to point to exactly that. Right. He specifically made a habit around trying to get close to nobles. There you go. By pretending to be someone else. So, yeah. And then there's a, there's a thing in the Barren Hills that uh, they're looking for. Right, a certain object. Okay. Well, we'll have to, maybe we should go to the Barren Hills, um, 
and try to find this object because if they're trying to do there what happened in uh, the Schaffenfest, um, it's going to be a bad time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Perhaps, uh, do you think we should show that uh, symbol that is so painful? Should we show that to the dwarves and say, like, hey, have you seen this before? Uh, no. This like, guy's a joke. <laughs> Why would we subject them to such a an awful mind-rending symbol. Because maybe they know what it means. They've been around a long time. All right. If, if you feel like it's... I mean, dwarves use good company. gravel as pillows. I don't think a little symbol is going to be that awful for them. Mm. As far as discomfort. Oh, well. I'll pass it around and be like, hey, dwarves, uh, since you all can read. Um, must have spent a lot of experience points on that. Don't know what classes you guys are, but uh, let's all be scribes. They're miners. Uh, <laughs> scribes they're and miners, scholars. GB. Oh, miners with read right. <laughs> oh, wait, they're miners, so they're like 17? I knew you were going to say and, something like that. Aren't you? <laughs> 16 and a half. <laughs> oh, sorry, Gorm is a noble, former mi- master miner. Ooh, there you go. Uh-huh. The other dwarves uh-huh. are all miners. So I give it to him and be like, hey, what do you make of this? Master Miner is 17. Oh, so he is older than me. <laughs> uh, he looks it over. He reads it real quick. His eyes dart back and forth. Takes out little tiny spectacles first. Puts them on. Cute. His reading glasses. And he's like, mmm. And kind of tosses it away at the end. Where did you find that? I found it up in uh, the desk in her study when I was inspecting things. So weren't you saying something about investigating here for being some kind of... Yes. Sounds like you were right. I'm not going to say that last word there, but that's one of the names of the, the ruinous powers. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon... Wait, first, could you go back? What did you say it was? But a name of one of the ruinous no, powers. No, what, what was I about Italka? You were right? Yes, okay. Moving on. Uh, what The symbol on there, does it hurt your eyes? It's painful to look at. Not a fan of it. Nope. What do, you but, th- um, what do you make of that? Have you encountered that before? Could be like rune or... Yeah, you know, once in a while, especially with you manlings and your propensity for finding power in the easiest places you can, people tend to align themselves with the dark gods and start up these nasty cults and whatnot. To me, that seems like one of the symbols of the cult of the, they call them the changer of ways is a safer way to refer to them. Hmm. Hmm. That is what we encountered at uh, Bogenhofen as well. Oh, really? Hmm. But experience with these things before. Oh, goodness, yes. I tried to come out of the ground. It was horrible. Out of the ground? Yes. I like to it. think of it, it's... It, feels strange for us to be so eager to run back into the sort of madness that we found in Bogenhofen. Yeah, I feel like actually yeah. We're, we're strong. I feel like we're, yeah, we're kind of coming together as like a like an adventuring party. More well equipped, I would say. No, I, I think actually very specifically I was like, hey, this seems really like that thing that happened before. Let's not go this way. You guys seem all about it, though. So you better be careful hanging out with a witch hunter because all of you seem to head right into (gasps) chaos. You're a witch hunter? No, she's not. She gave up that life a long time ago. No, I'm I'm not. Technically, I'm still a soldier. I am training to be a witch hunter, but I do not like that name because I want to specifically fight demons. Demon Hunter? Yes. Demon Hunter Wilhelmina? I'm sorry, Demon Hunter Mina? This is very impressive, no? Oh we'll see goodness, my hat. A halfling with a demon hunter? <laughs> you know, talk maybe, about me in the moot. Maybe you can make like your own thing, right? Maybe like demon hunters have like a knot hat. It, maybe well, they have like, a tiara. Hmm? Maybe they have one earring. That does look rather fine on you. Thank you. Halflings could also be with coachmen, but whatever. Coachmen are cool too. Oh, is that what you do, sir, Mr. Bruno? Yeah. I am the owner operator of the water coach. Yeah, he's the captain. The water coach. 
the water coach, which we call the right decision. Ooh, the right. <laughs> oh, that sounds genius because it's on the right. I get it. Uh, uh, Mr. Jerry, what is it that you do? Huh? Uh, I'm a doctor. Oh, yes. That's, I did see you with those tools and, yep. and how you and my bag of bottles. Pretty much tracks. Oh, uh, 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 so Carl spells it with a C. Uh, what what is it that you do when you're not adventuring around the world, the old world? And uh, you know, I've kind of done a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but lately I've been protecting albatrosses and trying to keep the seas safe in the name of Manan. Manan? Oh, is that one of your human gods? It, he's he's basically the coolest god of the sea. Well, I can't wait for you to tell me all about him when we get on the boat. I, I can't wait for yeah. We're, we're going to go on adventure. This is amazing. I can't wait to see what happens in episode 76. <laughs> <laughs> so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. For example, dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! The Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games, where we go head to head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play, where we're playing through the enemy within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for roleplaying entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of Perilous Lore where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that can be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's uh, Professional Casual. <laughs>